Hello, friends. How y'all doing? <laughs> what up? Oh, boy. Hello, friends. How y'all doing? I think that's Hello, new, friends. That's got to be the new sound check song, right? <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why we've been singing that all morning and like. It's for no reason. He's like, can you check your mic? And I'm just like, hello, friends. <laughs> and it like won't stop. Uh, what's up, everybody? We're here. It's Monday. You know, despite all this nonsense of locking it down, shutting it down, you know what I mean, being on quarantine, we have quarantined ourselves here at the Drum Brigade and the Beat Locker because we need to get some work done. Yes, sir. We're just going to... Cancel everything. We're just going to podcast and practice the double P's. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Corey Kingston. This is episode 74. Oh, wait. Oh, boy. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Sitting across from me, turning knobs, producing the show. Very nervous about coming in today. Very nervous. (laughs) He's convinced he has it. No, he's not. I wasn't very nervous. Just being very cautious. Very cautious. Um, making things happen. I mean, I sound great right now. I sound amazing. It's the one. It's the only fantastic Funky Phil Pardell. What's up, Funky Phil? What up? What up? That other voice you hear, he's back, ladies and gentlemen. He is back. He's not a cowboy today. He's very rock starish. ish did I say? Hold on. He's like a... Bu- oh, my God. No sleeves. No sleeves, Phil. No sleeves. I'm not talking about Romeo the Pocket. He ripped his sleeves off. They Let's look like you literally get it ripped on. them. He literally ripped <laughs> them off. I actually did. <laughs> Dude, how do you not have tattoos? Did we talk about this last time? I don't think we did. I feel like you should have like a Pamela Anderson a tribal ban. You know what's weird <laughs> is the way my mind views tattoos. I think it's cool for people who have them. So people who have them don't get offended if you do. I don't care either way. Yeah. <laughs> but I just, for me, if I had a tattoo, it would look like a stain on my body. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, I, I don't, <laughs> I like a clean car. I like yeah. a clean body. I like clean things. Yeah. You know? All right. That makes sense. Well, you hate and, the beat locker right now because it is cluttered. No, but see, this is a creation space. I didn't say uh, I like a clean creation space. Oh, uh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah no. Well, anyways, cool. that voice that you hear, he's back in studio with us to bring that fire. We need it today. It's the one, it's the only. Sergio Gutierrez. Muchas gracias. (laughs) Yes. Dude, thanks for coming back in studio with us. Thanks for having me, guys. We're so stoked that you're here. And um, yeah, it's cool. I've seen your, like, when you're you're painting. So, guys, Sergio's been on before. He's a painter. He's an artist. He's a guitarist. He's a singer. He's a male model. Does shampoo commercials or something now? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, yeah, he's a Latin lover, if I've ever seen one. <laughs> uh, All of the above. This guy just, he has a lot lot of irons in the fire and um, is successful with pretty much all of them. Well, but I've seen you. your creation space and it gets dirty in there. Well, I haven't been to it yet. Well... You'd be happy to know that you missed the boat, man. It's gone? It's gone. Gosh, it's gone, man. you know? Do you have, like, a, a giant art loft now? or? Well, actually, yes, at an undisclosed area until I get another place. But I still have a, quote-unquote, studio that I'm painting at and okay. there's space to get messy and whatnot. But uh, it's all good. This year was all about, do I want to, on one hand, do I want to own a gallery, 
or do I want to travel the world? Yeah. And I decide to travel the world. Heck so. yeah. Yeah, well, dude, you I picked got... the wrong time to do that, Sergio. <laughs> Bro, I know. I know. This is crazy. Well, yeah, because I was supposed to be flying out to San Francisco. Oh, my gosh. Canceled. Dude. Uh, this Saturday, sucks. Philly, canceled. Canceled. Uh, yeah. Dude. Um, yeah. Well, we're going to get into all that. Let's let's get into that. Let me Let me, you know, pay some bills and do some stuff really quick, and then we'll talk <laughs> about all this jazz. Um, first... This is the Drum Brigade podcast. We're happy to be here with you guys. Um, to give you guys some kind of content since there's no sports on TV. I'm just having Supercross withdrawals. Don't make fun of me, Phil. Um, you know what, dude? Our guest that's coming on, we have a great guest coming on. He's a friend of mine. We go way, way, way back to where we were teenagers in high school together. Jules Rodriguez is coming on. Oh, man. I took lessons from his dad. His twin brother is a bass player. He was a bass player in Suedehead for a long time. Um, so me and this dude go way back. He's a top-level drummer. We're going to talk to him, get all of what he's doing right now. Anyways, um, this is Drum Brigade Podcast. Uh, you can listen to this podcast on all the platforms you get your podcasts on. Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Overcast, Radio Public, and, of course, DrumBrigade.com. You can download at DrumBrigade.com. Um, we also have content on the YouTube page, which is kind of like, I have a drum brigade page, but I also like have transferred all my stuff to my personal page. So my personal page is also called drum brigade. Um, that's where you can see my vlog. It's called a day in the life of a drummer and, um, all that stuff. That's kind of in other YouTube, YouTuber style videos. That's Corey. Uh, you can also get it on my website, Corey Kingston.com K O R E Y. Funky Phil has a website, philpardell.com. He's working on Skype lessons, probably as we speak. It looks like you're working on that right now. Oh, that's cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get used to this yeah. new, new system we're trying today. Yeah, it sound, it does but, sound a little different. Um, yeah. But anyways, uh, Phil is working on Skype lessons, and then he's going to like transfer all that information to me so we both can give you si Skype lessons because work is getting thin right now. <laughs> For real. Um, so Phil Pardell... P-H-I-L-P-A-R-D-E-L-L.com. If you're interested in art or music or That's art right. and music, Sergio, what is your so, website? Yeah, so you I have two, two, right? two websites. Yeah. yeah, so the art website, uh, even if it's simply you just want to scroll and check out what the heck I do uh, art-wise, painting-wise, Sergio'sFineArt.com. And my music site is SergioGutierrezMusic.com. Gutierrez is G-U-T-I-E-R-R-E-Z. Yeah, not as many R's as I always say when Gutierrez. I say that. <laughs> I don't know why we started that That's at least time. 32 R's <laughs> yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah so. Um, yeah, go check those out. Hit the follow button, subscribe button, all that jazz. You know you know what to do. Yeah. Uh, Drum Brigade Podcast is brought to you by Revolution Drum Products. Revolution makes forward-thinking drum products with uncompromised quality and innovation. So we have a code, Drum Brigade 15 that you can use at checkout to get yourself 15% uh, off. But they just posted something because of all the nonsense going on that you can get, I think, 25% off on their website anyways right now. So just go and check it out. Go to their Instagram and see what they're talking about because I don't remember specifically. I sound like this is a really good sponsor read that I'm doing right now. So, so. do they type in Drum Brigade 25 for that or do no. does it keep 15? No, I'm sure no. People Drum Brigade 15 is for 15% off, but I think that sale only lasts for 48 hours and that was yesterday. So by the time ah. this comes out, you'll have a few minutes to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Phil's checking on that right now. Um, anyways, Revolution makes True Tones and the Firefly drum key 
and the T-locks and all kinds of different stuff. It's support 25. Support 25. That's what it is. Yeah. Type in support 25, get 25% off on all these great products. It's a huge deal. Um, Also, (laughs) I heard that they're almost out of, they might be out of the butter cake. So if you guys are trying to get that butter cake, it's a collaboration thing with Big Fat Snare Drum. Um, Dude, if you guys haven't tried this thing, it is crazy. Like Big Fat Snare Drum is already dope. It's like dope, but this thing is even crazier than that. So if you guys can get your hands on one, you should get one because they're not making any more after these sell out. Um, all right, so revodrum.com and then um, support 25 to save yourself even more money on their products. If not, if you didn't get there in time, then Drum Brigade 15 to save yourself 15%. All right, thanks to Revolution for supporting our show. All right, guys, other than that, I think that's all the business we have to take care of. Are you guys ready to get into it? Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> Oh yeah, uh, uh, party fill. Hello, friends. Oh, How y'all doing? Hello, friends. How y'all doing? <laughs> uh, party fill, dude. <laughs> when he turns his jacket bro, inside out, I've forget never, it. I've never seen. Oh, look at that. Dude. Are those Paisley too? Yeah, man. And he's fashionable, dude. He's motocross fill, dude. When that happens, and just the ladies just come flooding in quarantine or you know, not we're quarantined i'm gonna i'm gonna go party <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll be stuck it's with game me. over people he's going party phil oh man oh man he's even taking it off he's not showing the inside he's you're taking it off <laughs> dang party phil oh. you're a legend you're, you're, you're a legend <laughs> party phil in the house dang you gotta turn your hat a little sideways just a little there oh my god like that he immediately way. turns into a super douche the, four, the <laughs> fourth gotta, beastie I, boy i gotta lose the glasses no <laughs> Oh god! Don't you think he's like, "What's up, yo?" Like total, like kind of like trying to sound all hood. (laughs) (laughs) You're funky, man, dude. I like Party Phil, man. He looks Uh, like he just smokes weed and rides motocross in Lake Elsinore. (laughs) Dude, straight up, I'm I'm going back. It stings. (laughs) You'll never get gigs though, unless you want to play in like Limp Biscuit or something. (laughs) You'll never get gigs, dude. Limp like Limp Biscuit cover bands. Anyways. Dude, how's every how's everybody doing? We got a round table here. It's just like this it's normally it's just me and Phil just chatting, you know, and this is like we're stoked to have you in, man, and just Thanks, like, man. Happy to hear that you're just you're still out there grinding. You're not gonna let any virus stop you, dude. Wait, what? What <laughs> wait, there's a virus? Wait, there's a virus? <laughs> no, not at all, man. I mean, ugh. you know, I don't know if we're gonna get full blown into any of this because I'm yeah. sure people are tired of hearing this crap, yeah, yeah. but I, I, I kind of was thinking, like, we should not talk about it at all today, but it's you know, kind of like a hot topic, you know? Well, okay, how, how about for a second, there's there's two tools that I want to teach everybody, okay? Two tools to overcome this virus, okay? So I'm going to put something on the table. These guys don't know what I'm doing right oh, now. Oh, God. Oh, no. Please He's don't unzipping be the... his pants. <laughs> 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 a knife. Okay. It's a, it's a oh, it's bottle a... opener for wine. Drink wine, well, and then so far I'm behind this. Phil, okay. sorry you're out. He's a little I don't drink right? alcohol. Uh, well, I do. <laughs> and he's got a six pack. A six pack of Corona. So this oh. is the second tool, everybody. And then uh, you just kind of do this. You've just infected our whole. Those those are little <laughs> bitty ones, right? Or did you just get huge? <laughs> he is big. Um, Does anybody like one? 
Well, well I got, I'm here I, and it's I, now. I got I got six of them, and Phil don't drink, so we get we get three. Oh, each. dude, I am, there you go. Hold on, we're gonna cheers real quick. Wait, can I get a picture of this? Yes, for the instas. <laughs> I love this. Uh, hang on. Can't beat it. Join it. Wait, wait that's right. Wait, wait, wait. You're a legend. You're a legend. You're a legend. Who is that speaking? It's by Ted Davey. This is one of our one of my buddies that came on and. He's like a studio engineer guy and All right. a singer. I'm, I'm, this is going to be an Insta story clip, okay? Right and on. here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Insta story. Sorry, dead air, people, but, you know, we're infecting ourselves with a Corona Extra virus. Cheers. Cheers. Ah. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's going. He's going for a whole seven <laughs> ounces down the hatch. <laughs> well, oh, my gosh. That hits great in the morning. Right, right. <laughs> For some. Oh boy. There you go. There's another one. So thanks. So I do that. I mean, we're so for those of you who don't know, we're drinking little Coronas, and they're little baby ones, though. Little baby ones, and some may say, "Oh, you know what? What a a hole." He's mocking the Corona. I'm not mocking. I'm. <laughs> I, I make light. I make light out of everything, and if, if you know me, it's like it's all good all yeah. the time. Yeah. Like because it, it can always, always, always be worse. Right. We could be. 90 years old right now and still drinking coronas still drinking coronas but (laughs) but even if we had the virus we're 90 years old and we lived a good life yeah like it's um i was reading something this morning so i i you guys know me that i get a little like not deep but like i get a little bit i dive into what am i trying to say like alternative medicine holistic stuff all that stuff has helped me with my stomach and helped me with all kinds of things. Thanks, man. You're welcome. Um, and I was reading something about that, and she was like, my, my the doctor that has helped me was saying, hey, you know, you people are hitting her up like, hey, what do I do about this? Do I have it? Like all this stuff. She's like, look, it's not mind over matter, but at the end of the day, we have to kind of center our like frequency if that makes sense a thousand percent so like if she likened it to like this is how this is the advice i'm going to teach you guys or tell you guys if you are watching something that makes you uncomfortable on the tv you switch the channel right she's like you have to be able to mentally do that so if you're thinking oh my god oh my god i have you'll work yourself into a frenzy which is what the whole freaking world is doing right now change the freaking channel She's like, change the channel to like a cooking channel that's just innocent and like, like calming and relaxing. So get your mind off that, dude. Whatever is your comfort zone, if your comfort zone is playing drums, I would suggest go do that. Pull out a practice pad, start practicing, totally. doing stuff. If you got, if you're like, hey, I don't feel safe out there, then stay in. But do what gets your mind off of this stuff and try to be. Of course, try to be safe. I'm not saying don't like throw caution to the wind and just do whatever you want be safe but don't work yourself up in a frenzy don't panic don't prepare don't panic that's what i keep hearing that's what i personally resonate with you know just prepare a little bit yeah this morning i when i woke up at 4 30 in the morning and got some water and just got some food as i would normally i didn't freaking stock up i other people need food too and right but how many rolls of toilet paper you know what? I did. Feel, oh, I will mention this. No, because I truly just like I'm down to like one roll at home. So I truly just need to buy some for the sake coronavirus or not. It's yeah. all gone. You know, right? But, but you know, they only like they they let you get one one uh, you know not one roll but one pack of it. And oh, so they have you some found at the it? store still. Well, 
mind you, I woke up at four thirty in the morning, and uh, I, I was uh, early bird gets the worm in this case. Uh, early, early bird gets. <laughs> Where the did you go? Where did you go? Walmart. Vons. Vons. Yeah. Vons. Yeah. There's no like every time I've gone, I'm like, we ain't getting any. But my um, my wife signs up for this service that delivers all of that, like soap. Excuse me. Everything. <laughs> no, the, these little coronas are <laughs> symptoms of Corona extra. Yeah, yeah exactly. Burp. Um, she orders in and it just gets delivered to her house. So they're like, we have enough. We have it. Like, we're not trying to get crazy and get like 15 things of toilet paper. We have enough to get to the end of the month or maybe more. And then they're like, oh yeah, your box is coming at the end of the month. And then you're going to be restocked. And so we're like, I hope they didn't run out. If they ran out, then we're screwed. Then I'm going to like, I don't know, Starbucks and stealing rolls of toilet paper. <laughs> but like, um, I'm just gonna go buy a bidet. Yeah, or, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, there's always that like pooping in the shower and smushing it down. Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> that is innovative. I honestly have never thought about that. I've never heard of that movie. What? That's okay. like what everybody's done do, does. Wait, you guys don't do that. <laughs> I didn't, we didn't know that was a thing. Oh my god! Like, like, That's yeah. amazing, old, like, dude. Like everyone knows about it. <laughs> there has to be a name for that. I don't know. I think it's like um, I forgot. Like you have to like do the waffle, the waffle move where you're <laughs> smushing it down the, down the drain. Oh, that god. is awesome. Uh, yeah. Oh, you made me touch my eyes. Dang it! I'm there's there's disinfectant wipes. Thanks. There you go. Wipe the eyeballs. <laughs> so, as far as the painting world. You're good in the painting world, but in the drumming world, things are like frantically thinning out. And I'm like, I'm not worried. I'm trying not to worry. I'm trying to just be like, dude, like, get through we'll, it. Well, yeah, well, the, uh, everybody's in this boat. We're good, man. Everybody's in this boat. Yeah, like, you know, and so, uh, but like all my residency gigs canceled. And then, so th- here's the thing though I played at Paula Casino on Saturday, and it was like, if you if you were there and you didn't know what was going on, you'd have no idea there was something going on in the world. Yeah. VA House was like that too. It's like the place was packed. Everybody in there's old and drinking and smoking and touching machines that probably have a million germs on them. Yep. Sloppy. And it's just like they're just they do not care. Everybody is dancing like there is old people straight up dancing, having a good old time. That's probably why they don't have it though. Right. Well, and and I mean, I I truly believe, like, the will to live is deep as that can get. Like, the will to live. Like, there are surgeons who will literally not work on somebody who's about to die on this, you know, on their basically on their deathbed. Yeah. There are surgeons who will not work on patients if they do not have the will to live. Right. You know, and, and that, it, it just kind of seeps into, like, what's happening now, in my mind. You know, mm-hmm. that's what I personally believe. Like... If you're if you're freaked out and you're hiding under your couch, the coronavirus is going to come and yeah. and find you under your couch, <laughs> you know. But if you're like these old people partying, yeah. not giving, yeah, a rat's a, yeah, you know, they don't care. Yeah, that was like energy, like you're saying, yeah. the, the Dude, frequency. Just your yeah. your frequency has a lot to do with it. There's other things There's too. Like, that, but yeah. I mean, you can't mind over matters. Feels like, if you okay, go dude. Out and expose yourself to it. You're gonna get it. No, no, no. Like, that's or not you're what she's much saying. More though. likely to get it. That's not but. what she's saying. She's saying 
people are concerned with heightening their uh, immune. Excuse me, coronavirus, corona, corona. Cor- never mind. Anyways, um, <laughs> heightening their immune system. So she's saying oh, yeah. having a high frequency oh, in I'm your body. You. I'm with you. A, ment- a positive, solid mental disposition. Yes. That's one is thing. very important. And but, then, like, but getting you can't you can't like just go out with go out partying and no. I would not recommend crowded that. places with that and think you're not going to get it. Well, at the same time, though, <laughs> if I get called for a gig, like I'm going, I'm washing my hands every five minutes, but I, I need to make, uh, make a living too. Yeah. I was in that casino breathing recycled air mm-hmm. and, you know, like not touching anybody, but like still, man, it's what can we do? What can we do? You know? But anyway, she was saying heightening your frequency like that, not letting yourself think negative thoughts, getting outside even if it's for 10 minutes and getting some vitamin D from the sun, oh, yeah. it's going to heighten your, your um, immune system. And then drinking water. She's like, stop. Like she said, stay, like stay away from high acid stuff like coffee and black tea. Sorry, Sergio, but bro, <laughs> I'm a tank. Um, but yeah, like <laughs> all that kind of stuff. I mean, I've heard like you should drink water every 15 minutes or Corona. I mean, there's water and Corona. There is water and Corona. There's water and coffee, too, by the way. (laughs) Mm. Um, Drinking water, drinking hot things, you know, all this. I mean, come on, people. We're not dumb. You know how to not get sick. Mm -hmm. Stop, like, stop freaking out. Drummers, though, I know drummers are very smart people. And we're the the logical thinkers in this, in the bunch of musicians. Yeah. And, like, we're the guys that always get married and, like, not always, but a lot of the guys (laughs) that get married, (laughs) we, like... We're, we're the guys that are focused. We're the guys that are serious. We're the guys sometimes that are mostly, most of the time on time. Um, so come on, guys. Let's just, let's not get crazy. Let's leave that to the singers. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Um, all right. Let's not talk about the stupid, dumb Corona thing anymore. Cheers. I agree. Except for, if, except for drinking little Corona beers <laughs> <laughs> early in the morning. Um any gigs this week? Did you did you guys play any gigs this week? I did None. VA House. You did. And um, the drum set was horrible. But since you did it, they've replaced the ride trigger. Oh. So that worked. And they still had the Roland one hiding behind the Elise's one. The Elise's one, one yeah. Which is it still weird. works really good, though, it right? worked great. No yeah. problems with that trigger. But the snare was jacked, and right. I complained until they went and got a different one. And did no you, way. And did you play the great. bar or the lounge? Um, the lobby bar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. place sucks, dude. The dude, drums. Oh, I know, dude. Every drummer yeah. I played with on that, they they get angry. Yeah. Like not just like this sucks. No, I'm they're, glad they're I'm not like, the only one. Oh, dude. You guys like people. I was trying to explain this to my wife. Like they don't understand what it is like to play those drums and be and feel that frustration. <clears throat> It'd be like giving you a, <clears throat> one of those plastic guitars from Guitar Hero, but. Half the time, the buttons don't even work even. <laughs> oh. Yeah. It's pretty much that. It's like if you play a, a guitar, and no matter what you do, you're hitting the right notes, but it's playing the wrong notes. I'd be like, man, bleep this. Yeah. <laughs> Get me out of here. <laughs> and so that's the problem. Everything that you have been trained to do, it's not allowing you to do that. Yeah. Every, no. like, I'm out. I'm every, out. Every <laughs> like, subtle like nuance that you're playing on the snare or you're like... You're trying to play dynamically, or you just want to do a, a fill that you know how to do that, you know, we get paid to do. It's not allowing, it's hindering you from doing it. And 25% is not even coming out. That, like, that's yeah. what I you mean. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And yeah. then the part that you want to be like very quiet and subtle is like 
amplifying. Pop, pop, yes, pop. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's annoying, dude. It's the worst. So train beats are amazing, huh? <laughs> so con- that. country yeah, bands, country bands you play now <laughs> are just stoked, aren't they? That's exactly what it would be like. That's oh. exactly, and half of those wouldn't be there. So mm-hmm. it'd be the ones that you don't want to be there, though. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. How do you guys call them? Ghost notes? Because I'm not. Yeah, ghost. Notes. Yeah, ghost yeah. notes. Yeah. Just remember, guys, I'm not a drummer. But. <laughs> that's, that's what I like about this whole situation, though. <laughs> somebody suggested, like, somebody that I is like a creative. What, what would you go like mentor maybe right um for me suggested that we have somebody in the show like on the panel i don't know if this is a panel you know what i mean anyways somebody that isn't a drummer and has nothing to do with drums but brings corona but and brings and, corona and, and chills and, and not and you, the virus you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah i heard one guy that was like yeah um let me get a corona hold the virus <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! Oh. Um, I played at um, I played at <laughs> Paula Casino, as I mentioned. The drums were a little bit better, um, but not great. Not great. I played there. Oh, I played there two nights: Friday and Saturday. No, wait, no, Thursday and Friday. Thursday, we had this kid Micah on bass. This dude was so dope. Yeah, dope. Young dude. Young dude. Dope. Like, I was like, who is this guy? They're like, he plays drums, bass, and guitar, but his main instrument is bass. And he was like, he's just dope. That's all I can say. He was just dope. I was like, I've never even... Yeah, okay. That's all I'm going to say about it. So that was a good thing. Dope. Was he slapping it? He was slapping bum, bum. sometimes. But it was like very like tasty. And like he had these fills that were like not... They were like unusual, like put in the unusual places and like... Yeah, the the just, first thing you guys probably consider is groove, right? Like yeah. if you can like groove with the yeah his pocket. There his you pocket, go. Yeah, yeah, his pocket was solid. But I like I like when a bass player embellishes in a way that helps you to embellish in in like you know and gives you an idea. Or when you land on something together, it's like oh, so right, right. Like for me, me and Kevin Freebie are like solid as a rock. Like we know each other's fills like backwards and front. Um. And Kevin's like the best bass player I know. He's like he's oh, the best bass Kevin. player I played with. And um, so me and him is pretty crazy how we work together, you know. Um, and it's su- it's super confident. So like there was things that I like this guy, this other guy was doing, right? Because he's he's a young dude and he was like really getting into it. But there are some things I was like, ah man, like you know, but. Then the next day I played with Kevin and it was just like so confident, bro. So, I don't like, know why the heck I don't. Uh, <laughs> Cause we play, I play often with him at uh, downtown, mm-hmm. and when uh, Phil Cullen can't yeah. make it, I don't know why the f I don't call I, you, dude. I, I thought we talked about this. I was always <laughs> but like, dude, you, you call but me actually, anytime. honestly, you know what I think is like, uh, you know, like musicians. How far are you guys willing to travel for? Let's just say a hundred bucks. Like Arizona, San Francisco, <laughs> Vegas. You know, that's always the thing. Right so. now, or, <laughs> yeah, like, seriously, t- show's <laughs> over. I got a gig. Like I'm, I'm there. Me You're like, bro. If, if you just bought me a fitty, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, dude. Like, if, if it's during the week and if I'm not booked, like, just see that I can't say this on the air. Like, hundred bucks, dude. I'll go anywhere. No, no. Like, I, that's why I said hypothetically. I'm just yeah. throwing that out there. You know, I, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I. I I drive downtown sometimes if it's like the middle of the week, especially. Yeah, 
Because, you know, I think in all of our heads, like, what else are you going to do? Well, dude, it's no secret. Musicians know what musicians make. Drummers know what we make. And um, there's some gigs where I'm just like, nah, dude. Like, um, and it depends on the person. It depends on, you know, the gig. If it's a five-hour gig and we're, we're playing in, in Palm Springs, I'm like, nah. <laughs> right. No but, way. But what if it pays, like, five? Yeah. Oh, man. I'm down. I'm like, I'm already there. Like, right. I'm already packing my stuff if that's the case, you know? Yeah. So, um, that's, that's different. Like, um, but anyways, like, yeah, for, for weekday gig, especially my, my theory is like, look, if I'm going to sit home and make nothing, I'd rather go and play and make something, you know? Right. So within reason, like I've had to kind of draw the line cause I would take that approach for everything like years ago. Right. Like 50 bucks. I mean, I could make 50 bucks or not. And like. Now I'm like, uh, it's but, not worth it. Yeah, man. If you just if you just consider time, and especially if you, I mean, it's a no brainer. Especially if you use that time, let's just say between traveling and playing, it's a six hour, seven hour right. thing. If if you use that, even half of that, if you solidly work for three and a half hours on something else instead of taking that fifty dollars, hundred dollars, bro. Yeah, that's well, that's that can yield to so much more. Right. Well, and you start. I've I've fallen into the trap of losing my like my credibility or like right. you know losing your integrity as a drummer and what you should make. Like you're kind of as good as p- other people think you're good, you know, on how you play. But then running a business, you are your own product, and if you have no value for yourself, then other people are not going to see value in what you do. Right. So if I'm like, Hey, that's not really what I make. I make this much. I've had to like stop playing with people because I'm like, you don't pay me enough. And I know you make more money than that. So right. No. Right. And well, I'm, I'm working too much for you too hard, you know? Right. And that's, that's a slight, I, I wouldn't call it a dilemma, but you know, when I book dude nowadays, it's so crazy this year. I made it a point. Like if somebody wants a private gig or like a corporate thing for like, say my trio, mm-hmm. Bro, I throw out that number with no mercy. Right. And if they're like, oh, this is too expensive, I say, no, no, you can't afford it. And that's right. fine. <laughs> that's <laughs> it's good. not expensive. You yeah. just can't afford it. Like, right. that, that's the reality. It's, yeah. it's real. That's how but, I got to treat it. But too. also, I've had people <clears throat> where they're, you know, they're like, yeah, I want to hire a trio for two hours. I'm like, cool, 3000 bucks. They're like, oh, that's that's it. Cool. Yeah. Where, where do I sign? You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? So yeah. those are the clients that you want. And then and then when you get those clients, it's always in my mind to over deliver. Right. You know, that way, anytime they have another party, they already know how much, you know, we're going to charge. They already know what we're going to bring to the table. Right. Bam. Yeah. Then they al- they always think of you. I feel the same way, man. Way if you, yeah. well, if you charge what you think you are worth and that, I mean, dude, maybe you're like, I think I'm worth $50. Okay. Well then that's good. That's no, and no that's with no anything. Problem. Yeah. I mean, if you charge what you think you're worth and you, you, you're going to do a better job at what you do when you're getting paid what you think you should get paid. And so it's important to like maintain that though, like within reason, but th- then there's some dude, honestly, like for me at now where I'm at, there are some people where I'm like, you can pay me as much money as you got and I just won't play with you, you know? And I've, I strongly feel like that. That's part of my integrity as a drummer Big as time. well. Like it's not, it's not, it's not, maybe it's not you. It's not a personal thing. It's just, I, I consider if I went back to playing with you, <clears throat> honestly, that's how I feel about with, about the agro lights, my, my band that I used to play with. I was like the right amount. I would consider it with the, with the original members. But right. right now, 
I don't think there's an amount you can pay me to like make me want to go because because you don't vibe with those guys. Well, it's not that I feel like I would be taking a tremendous step backwards in my career to right. go back. It's like going back to my ex-wife. Like right. that's just not going to happen. And it's a it's a tremendous step back to where I've come. I've come so far in my career by not playing in that band. Why would I reopen that door and? start playing with them again you know right, and right. They've, they've asked they've asked me like can you do this tour with us i'm like no no do i want to go out and tour and 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 travel and like do what i enjoy of course i do right but nah well and and i think that you know there's a hundred percent of the time whether they they're bummed out that you didn't take the gig or they're like yeah whatever we'll get another drummer there's something in their minds that are like ah okay i know where he stands in his own mind right that's cool and and you know it, what i mean until like, you have I that respect mentality that. when you're comfortable with them going i'm gonna get another drummer and you're like yeah you should do that when you're comfortable with that that's when things start changing man that's when things are like oh he's not like if you're over a girl and you're like, yeah, beat it. I'm on to the next. I'm gone. Like they're like, Oh wait, I kind of want him back because that confidence is like, wait a minute. Why is he over me that much? Right. <laughs> and so that's kind of dude over the last couple years, maybe it's being over 40. I don't know, but I don't care anymore, dude. I'm like, bam, I will get another gig. I don't need your gig. I don't need it. Like what I need is what I do. The drum brigade, I like teaching my students. I like playing my gigs, but I need to, I need to be like that even more where maybe this whole like quarantine crap will like help us to get in that mentality of like, you know what? Clean slate. I'm going to do what I want now. You know? Well, and, and what I can suggest to everybody, and this is my mindset and, and I, you know, I'm a musician artist, but I study a lot of business. And if you guys ever heard of Grant Cardone, have you guys ever heard of him? No. All right. I know some of your listeners have, but this guy, I resonate with everything this guy says. And he says, in these times, everybody's contracting. Figure a way to how you can expand. Mm-hmm. Okay? So so whatever that means to you, I mean, you know, like yesterday, I'm like, okay, all my gigs are getting canceled. So I just did a post on Instagram and Facebook saying, hey, I'll throw a house concert. Hire your favorite musicians. And my intention is... To not only do like solo gigs, but let's just say I get a, a trio gig. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll give give you a ring, you yeah. know? And that way, you make a few bucks, I make a few bucks, everybody's happy. I would love to do that. You, you know, know what I mean? And and that <clears throat> so, so that's what I say about expanding. And there's a million other different ways we can expand. We just have to expand our minds to figure out how yeah. that expansion is going to happen. I keep saying that same thing. Like, I, I was telling the guys, and we got we to get our guest on, but last thing, um, we have this, this amazing place here that i pay for you know and we do the, the podcast here that i'm talking about the beat locker in pimp city it's awesome <laughs> <laughs> it's full of equipment like we've we're set up for rehearsal we're set up for lessons we're set up for podcasts so there's not a lot of room to move around right now but it's beautiful i was like dude we have this dope place and like we should do live streaming concerts like people can't go out sit in your living room that's and watch us that's play. expansion right exactly there. I, th- <laughs> I think that should be your number one yeah priority after you know aside from this yeah bro I, I say, um, and I say, even book a date like maybe ten days from now, and then just figure out in between how to make that happen. Yeah, like I, that's what I would do. I'm, I'm like, if I had the space, doing that. Yeah, I'm this like, why not figure it out? Like we're working on Skype lessons, and so I, I mentioned it to one of the guys, and he's like, ah, the audio quality wouldn't be that good. I'm like, dude, no, we nobody- had a show, and it was at a dive bar. You think the audio quality is going to be good there? Like. 
But with people like self quarantining themselves, like they're not gonna they're not gonna sit there and be like, oh. Uh, this this yeah. sound is crap. Nobody's sound engineers no. out there. Like people they just, are gonna think it's something cool and it's something to watch. Something to watch. Well, dude. you're being proactive in what you guys yeah. do, you yeah. know. And that's I think that's the main main key. Yeah, and expanding, not I'm contracting. It. Do it. All right, let's take a break. Let's bring Jules on. Let's talk about this some more. Oh yeah. Yo, Funky Phil. Yo, Corey. We have some great listeners, don't we? Yeah. You know how they can be even more like dope than they already are? Keep listening. Definitely true. What else? Tell all your friends. Also very true. What else? Join the Patreon. All good things. But you know, the biggest thing that they can do is go to drumbrigade.com and check out the merch store. Yes. We have so much like dope swag up there. We got men's shirts, sweatshirts. We got women's shirts. We got kids' shirts. Yes, onesies. We got socks, mugs, phone cases, stickers. We got it all. All in different sizes, all in different colors, just for you. So if you want to show the world that you are a drummer with style and you're part of the Brotherhood of Drums, go to drumbrigade.com, visit our merch store. Oh, yeah. The Drum Brigade podcast is brought to you by Revolution Drum. Right, Funky Phil? Yes. Yeah. Yes. True Tones, which are premium drum dampers, Firefly drum key, T-locks, solid brass cymbal fasteners, all kinds of different things. They got a, a collaboration with Big Fat Snare Drum called the Butter Cake. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Beefy. Yes. Revolution makes forward-thinking drum products with uncompromised quality and innovation. If you guys type in the code DRUMBRIGADE15 at checkout when you visit RevoDrum, R-E-V-O-D-R-U-M.com, you can save yourself 15% on any of those products. Yes. Use the code DRUMBRIGADE15 at checkout, RevoDrum.com. Oh boy. Drum Brigade Podcast, episode 74. On the line with us, gentlemen. Friend of mine. We go way back. Way, way, way back to when we were kids. This dude's an amazing drummer. Uh, He plays huge, humongous stadiums and arenas now. He's just like, dude, is on. He's just like on the level, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he plays with Gloria Trevi. It's like the Latin Madonna. I mean, like big, big, big time. Steve Perry, Sergio. Who's that? <laughs> He's the man. <laughs> Steve you Perry, me? dude. Steve Perry did the did the No More Crying video. Has 1.6 million views on this video, dude. Uh, Steve Perry, for you guys don't don't know, sang with Journey. Um. Endorsed by DW, endorsed by Vic Firth, endorsed by Zildjian. Guys, please welcome Julian Rodriguez to the show. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Hey, guys. What's happening, man? Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm stoked. Yeah, dude. So my first podcast, by the way. Really? Ever. Yes. That's that's rad. That's hard to believe. Well, I'm sorry that your first had to be us, man. (laughs) No, no. I'm glad it was you. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. So me and Jules go way, like way back, dude. We were in jazz band in high school together. I was second chair, yeah. by what? the way. Second chair, Jules was first chair. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> I took lessons from Jules' dad, Art Rodriguez, who is also a fantastic, yeah. amazing drummer. Amazing, well-accomplished drummer. Um, dude, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. It's crazy, like, two two guys, like, into motocross from Marietta. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. Like, it's so cool to see how far you've come, man, and, like, what you're accomplishing now and, you know, what you're doing. I see all these Instagrams, and I'm like, here's this dude playing, like, playing um the staple center or like you know playing um uh what's the one in new york um madison square, madison garden. square garden no msg yeah how was that man dude right uh fun i mean it's great <laughs> that'd be funny if he was like ah it sucked yeah that was my best gig <laughs> yeah yeah, the monitors sucked on that one. Yeah. Are you being serious? No, I'm kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm like, I'm no way. <laughs> it's so crazy that uh, we went to the same yeah. high school, man, and, like, this dude is playing these amazing places that we all dream of playing, you know, and, like, you know, it's just cool to see, man. It's really cool. Like, not to get all, like, you know, like that, but you know what I mean. It's just, it's, it's Aww, great. It's great. Sweet. No, it's, it's cool. I don't want it, I don't want that to sound like I'm minimizing what you do because it's, like, dude. No, it's not at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so the, the proof is in the plan, And we're too. still go- doing it. Yeah. And we're we're still both playing, so that's, yeah. that's good to know. It's cool, though. Like, I think when we were in high school, man, I had other ambitions. Like, I didn't know what I wanted to be, you know? Like, I didn't know. I, I was like, maybe I want to be a farmer. I don't know. What am I going to do? <laughs> and I remember, like, in, in high school, I don't remember if there was a project or something, but it was like, hey, what? we have to start thinking about what we want to do. And you were, like, 100%, like, oh, I'm just going to be a drummer. And I was like, I didn't know you yeah. could do that. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't know you could be a drummer. Like, maybe I want to be a drummer, you know? <laughs> so, um, and, yeah. Yeah, I was, I was all for it. That's cool. Did you ever do, did you ever have to, like, get another job or anything? Like a, like a, not like a, I don't want yeah, to say a real did. job, but you know what I mean? I had real jobs. Uh, when I was 16, I was like a, a bus boy. Wow. Uh, dishwasher yeah and uh and then i worked at some uh calvary chapel conference center okay marietta washing dishes i was a dish tech <laughs> you really like like and, like and, doing dish stuff and then i delivered pizzas oh yeah i delivered pizzas till it's at 23 and then i then i got started getting busy mm-hmm. and at the time i was single so i didn't have much overhead so i i quit pizzas and just started doing drumming full-time wow. and teaching a little bit yeah that's cool i had to do pizzas for a little while too i was making pizzas though i did i think i just oh, told yeah. the story last week and I, I was like delivering or i was making pizzas stadium pizza in marietta and um oh yeah that's where i was how, how were you oh, wait you both worked at the same pizza <laughs> joint yeah. are we just it figuring was, this uh, out now <laughs> yeah that's it was awesome. uh Stadium Pizza Wildemar. Yeah, that's the one I worked on. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Yeah. And so, it was called Home Run Pizza, though. Back, oh, yeah. Back then. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, I remember when, I had... When did you work there, and why did I ever see... I know. I, 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 well, I only worked there for, like, two weeks total, and I, I think I was, like, 16 or 17. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, um, okay, this was probably before my time. That... Yeah, I, I remember I got my, my, my check, and it was, like, $157 for two weeks of work. And then I had a gig that night that paid 150 bucks. And so the lady was like, you need to figure out what's more important for you, my manager. And I just like took off my apron, was like, have a nice day. Because <laughs> wow. I was saying yeah. I, need, I need to get off early to go play my gig. And she was like, yeah. nah, you need to think about what's more important. 
I'm like, see you later. <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. I just man. did. Yeah, I just did. She, her mouth was just like open. Like what? Like, did he really just do that? And I was just like, this job ain't for me. <laughs> um, yeah. So any, anyways, man, what's, what's going on with you right now? Like, are you, are you gigging? Are you just re- doing recording? Are you teaching? Like, what are you, what have you been up to? So, uh, yeah, I am gigging. Um, uh, I do a lot of gigs with West coast music in Los Angeles. Okay. They're like the premier, uh, like corporate wedding band. band. Yeah. Cor- yeah. Corporate. And I just got back from St. Louis, uh, yesterday. Oh, cool. Nice. That's... Uh, played a played a wedding out there, so it didn't get canceled. Wow, lucky! I know. <laughs> lucky. Yeah, I mean, all the other gigs are going away. I think it's affecting everybody. Yeah. So, I mean, we're all in the same boat. But that's what I'm doing right now. A lot of is these corporate things. That's the same. And for I me play with another group. Yeah, I play with another group called uh, Dallas and Doll. There's a couple. Cool. Keyboard and vocals, and then they they hire a trio all the way up to like a eleven piece band. Yeah, oh nice. And it's the same thing, corporate, but they're actually really good friends of mine. So nice. I have, yeah, that's but um, all their gigs are going away too. That's like probably <laughs> at certain points in the year. That's like eighty percent of my gigs is those that I work for another company that's like similar to that, and it's just like it's like an agency gig, but they don't know that, and you just do weddings and corporates and all that stuff from trio to like, yeah, 11 or more piece band. And it's cool. But man, I get so burnt out. I get so burnt out. Like (laughs) I'm like, I have, I don't have anything canceled right now. My whole month is, is full next month. And I'm like, Oh man, please don't cancel. That's my only like, Besides, oh, teaching, they'll they'll be, they'll be cancellations. Shut up, dude. (laughs) It's true. Hey, look, aren't all restaurants, uh, canceled yeah Yeah. dude eddie v's just shut down my whole i play eddie v's three days a week man and they they shut down everything actually i still have a standing gig on wednesday i i called the manager this morning she's she's like let's roll (laughs) sweaty v's (laughs) sweaty v's (laughs) you're playing la jolla you get sweaty up there yeah and nobody likes a sweaty v (laughs) (laughs) just saying dude where's figs laugh dude <laughs> oh my gosh. Um so that's what I'm mainly doing most of right now. Um, and uh, uh I turned to actually turned down Gloria Trevi gig. What? For, what? Because I was Yeah, to do these these West Coast and corporate gigs. <sighs> Are you crazy? <laughs> no, it just it actually well, the, paid more. Oh, oh wow. Man. Um, so there's, okay. So I've told, I've, I don't know if I've told this story, but this is one of my biggest, I've had two like pretty major, like when I was really going for it and trying to get on a a good gig and doing some auditions and doing all this stuff. And I wasn't so like involved in this stuff, like podcasting and teaching and just playing around, like sleeping in my own bed type of gigs. And I was like still going for like a lot of touring. I had two things that I was like, oh, man, I think I just ruined it. And one was that you recommended me for the Gloria Trevi gig, and that dude called me, and I was teaching a lesson. And I was like, hey, man, I'll call you back in 10 minutes. Oh. I'm just in the middle of a lesson. And he was like, like kind of like, his. he didn't say it, but his voice was kind of like, really? <laughs> really? Yeah. And You're going to hang up the phone? Yeah. And I was just <laughs> like, 
uh, yeah, man, I'm just in the middle of teaching a lesson. I'll, I'll just, I'll get right back at you. I have your number, but I really want to talk to you about this. And like at the time I was getting called for the dumbest tours ever, dude, just like complete with my ska band, you know, and it's like no money, but it'll be a fun time. And I was just like, nah, dude. And so, yeah, I, I wasn't approaching it like that. I was still like approaching it as a, as an opportunity, but I was kind of like, Hey, I'm in the middle of something. Let me call you back in 10 minutes. Called back in 10 minutes and was getting the cancel button, dude. And it was for that. And then I, I remember I called you and you were like, dude, don't just call the guy back right now. Don't mess this up. He's like, you have in-ears, right? I'm like, yeah, of course. And you're like, dude, trust me. Call the guy back right now. And you're like, this is like a full on. This is as full on as it can get. And you never answered. Cancel button. I sent a text like, yo, man, hey, really interested. I'm available right now. I'm ready to go. Like. S- like send me some I- more information i'm i can clear my schedule like uh, everything it was just like cancel button was that in 2015 it might have been yeah yeah i think it was 2015 okay yeah i think i was on tour with beth hart uh, and beth uh hart, that's i was i think they they called me i was like in pori finland or something uh, and then i think that's where i gave them your number oh man well it was I now I'm in a little bit different like mindset of like, well, you know, man, if it wasn't it wasn't supposed to happen, you know, another opportunity presented itself. But that's happened to me a couple times, man, where I, I, I was supposed to I was like I got recommended for Gogo Bordello and um I don't know if you guys know that who that is, but I met with the singer of Gogo Bordello in his hotel room. We just hung out. My audition was to see if like we could get along. It wasn't like could he play? And we had uh-huh. some coffee, we hung out, and he was like, yeah, I'll call you, man. And like, I felt like it went really well. And then we, I was like waiting and waiting and kind of like not taking gigs and waiting for rehearsals to start. And then I was like, yo, what's happening? I don't know what's going on. And then I heard that another friend of mine got the gig. He, we were on, we were scheduled for the same gig. He was scheduled on percussion. I was scheduled on drums. And he was like, oh, I can't take the percussion gig because I'm starting rehearsals with Gorgo Bordello in New York. And I'm like, what? Like, oh. And my whole world came crashing down because I was like, I kind of got my hopes up for that gig. And like, I was like, oh, it had to be a buddy of mine. Like, uh. And it, it was like, again, it was like, ah, oh, it's all right. It worked out where I don't think I would have been a fit for that band anyway. So, but you know, it would have been good times. And he's still playing with him, so it was obviously the right decision oh, on wow. their part. So you know, so yeah. Anyways, you know enough. Yeah, about- getting gigs, getting gigs is weird. Yeah, sometimes they don't tell you. They go, "Oh yeah, cool, I'll call you," and then you never hear back. Yeah, man, it sucks. Um, but anyway, so you, so you did, you did take that gig for a while. You've turned down some Gloria Trevi gigs now, but. I mean, what are those gigs, man? What is it like, like playing playing Madison Square Garden and like Staples Center and like, <laughs> you know, like what's it? What I mean, I know, like I've I've heard from from Corey, the bass player, like man, it still feels small because you're wearing in ears and stuff like that. But man, like, what's it? What's it like for you? Yeah, uh, I think Staples Center was the most exciting because that because it's such a legendary place. Yeah, and when you get in there and you see how big it is, like mm-hmm. how tall the ceilings are. And, uh, but yeah, you have in-ears on. So, and actually it sounds to me, it sounds different from, uh, 
venue to venue. So yeah. they're all all these arenas, but the, it sounds different. Sometimes the the drums they're tuned exactly the same from not, from the from the That's one digit to the next. But <laughs> but yeah, sometimes the floor tom really sounds good, or sometimes it sounds a little dead and cut off. Mm. So do you have to retune uh, at that point? Again, I'm not a drummer. Do you, no, does a drummer drum have tech, to retune? Right? Okay. You have yeah, a te- you try you have to try to tune. Yeah, there's a tech. So there's someone there that sets up your drums and tries to get them exactly how you have them mm. from night to night. But yeah, I'll go up there and I'll try to tune. And you can hear it through the... For me, I could I could hear it through the, through the in-ears. And yeah. I never really had an amazing mix. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know, I couldn't figure out why, like, what's wrong with this guy that's mixing? Like, I didn't have any low end in my kick drum ever. Wow. It just sounded like, like, uh, all attack. I hate that. that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I hate that. So, yeah, I mean, everything else sounded pretty good. It was fun. I mean, you get used to it. That's, um, that's kind of a funny, it's a, it's a funny statement because I, that hits home with me, um, you know, not like you guys, the way that you play, if you guys haven't heard Jules play, you should go and listen. Um, you have, you have a sound, man. Like I've, I remember I've, I've told you that since we've known each other, but you have a sound and you know, I think it, obviously it comes from your dad. Your dad would always harp on me. Like when I was taking lessons with him about making people feel your kick drum, you know, like hitting the kick drum should be the loudest thing. And I've like carried that through to everybody. First thing to get lost. Right, and it's the first thing to get lost. But if you can't feel it, and you're playing, especially you, the way that you play, your your, I feel like your kick drum is like the first thing. Um, and it's like if you can't feel that or it doesn't sound right, that would that would really affect me, you know? <clears throat> yeah, I hate yeah. That. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. It's not that inspiring to play. So yeah. like you're at this rad place, but your mix isn't that great. So you're, oh man, this is a cool place, but my mix is. I don't know how to fix it. And yeah. You try to talk to the sound guy and they're, they're, they speak a little bit of broken English and it's hard <laughs> to, to, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like all Spanish. Oh, all man. the cues are in Spanish. So when they call out songs, I'm like, what was that? I talked to Corey, the bass player. I go, what did he say? Oh my God. What was the song? We, we, and he looked at me and shrugged his shoulders. And I go, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause Caesar, the guy you called, he's got a, super thick accent yeah so when you first get the gig he'll call out a song and you have no clue what he just said because it's oh so God. fast and <laughs> you're just learning the song titles or you know yeah Gosh, and then he so says all right let's go and he pushes the space bar on 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 the the tracks and, and you, <laughs> i'm like what song is this <laughs> so it's the song start and i'm like going through my charts oh I, oh it's this song you know once i hear it Man, that's crazy. It's <laughs> crazy. So keeps, keeps, you on your toes, keeps you on your toes, yeah. man. Yeah. All the songs are in Spanish. The artist doesn't speak a lick of English. Oh, really? I didn't know I that. I mean, maybe broken English, but she doesn't license. Everything's in Spanish, yeah. Oh, wow. Dang, dude. And then they're like, here's Jules Rodriguez. Like, he's obviously, he can speak Spanish. <laughs> yeah, they, they think of my last name, I can speak Spanish. Do, do you speak any Spanish? Uh, I just slang. <laughs> just slang oh, in the bad words. <laughs> oh, my yeah, gosh, Just dude. slang. Just Mexican slang. I love it. 
So like, what about like, what about tour life with that band? Are you guys doing buses? Or are you guys just flying to each date? Like, I mean, that's a ma- it's yeah. a major gig. So like, how do you flying? Guys- there was one time where we took a bus, but it was all flying. Wow. Yeah, I mean, on a top level yeah. gig, that's like that's pretty intense, man. I don't even know what I don't even have a clue what that life is like, dude. <laughs> now, are we like, talking about private jet flying? No, just commercial Southwest or. Oh. Well. Aero Mexico or whatever. Right. What's the biggest show you guys did with her? Like, like Mexico City or something? Yeah, Mexico City. The, the the arena. It's a little bit bigger than, um, Staples Center. Yeah. Man, I think it it's somewhere around eighteen thousand people. I, I can't remember. Uh, but they we did it four nights in a row. Sold out every night. Good God, dude. Dang. <laughs> My God, dude, that's crazy. I did um, I did an arena tour like years ago with with some buddies with my with my band. We were, but we weren't headlining. It wasn't like our gig, but it was like that was the moment where you know when I was a kid and I wanted to be like I wanted to be a drummer. I envisioned myself being like on that stage, you know, and the lights going out and you walking out and the crowd cheering and like that's like, and so being there in that moment was like, oh man, this is what I've always dreamed of, you know. Was it yeah. was it at all like that with you, or were you just like this I, I is business so. as usual? You know, <clears throat> I, I think it gets to business as usual. Mm-hmm. But when you first, like when I first played Staples Center, I was like, oh wow, this is great. Yeah, of course that's the appeal when you get offered the gigs. Yeah, like playing all these these places are like the rite of passage, I suppose. Right, right. And so you're like, oh wow, I get to play at Staples Center. And, you know, you get endorsements through doing that type of thing. And that's kind of how I got the Zildjian endorsement. I've been wanting Zildjian for years and really hadn't had anything yeah. that uh, of that caliber to be able to, I guess, demand that. Right. So, and I got lucky because we're rehearsing at center staging and that's where Zildjian is. Oh, so, I didn't even know that. So that's, yeah, Zildjian West, I think is what they call it. Okay. And that's where also Vic Firth is. Ah, you didn't have to deal uh, with so Ben I, Davies, did you? Yeah. <laughs> oh I, my god, I, I hate I, that guy, dude. He he was the reason. He's the reason. So oh I went god. in because I needed some sticks, and I and I emailed him. I go, hey, dude, I I I need some some five B's extremes. He's like, so oh yeah, I have some. Some come come pick it up. No and way. then he asked me, he goes, who else are you with? And I said, oh, I had DW and just Vic first. And he goes, oh, no symbols. And I go, yeah, I've been trying to get with Zildjian. You know, I guess you just have to know somebody. Yeah. And when I said that, he says, well, you're in luck because you do know somebody. <laughs> and uh, he said, I'll email her. Um, Kirsten. And I'll let her know what you're doing. Yeah. And sure enough, I got an email and uh, had a meeting later on that day. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's so um, it's dude, it's it's extremely hard to get in with that dude man like i've gone i've gone through it with him to where i'm like forget this dude man <laughs> like he's he's he, like i'll i'll just say this like you know this like i don't like talking crap about people and i don't like burning bridges but <laughs> but i've gone through it with this <laughs> I was guy man. for that i've gone through it with that guy and like he's probably one of the only probably one out of like three people where i'm like i don't freaking care i don't like that guy you know um 
where he's, you know, and I hope this doesn't affect. Maybe I should just not say this. <laughs> I've just gotten to where I'm like, looking at him like, duh, yeah, yeah. I don't think I don't think he's a drummer, so he's probably not going to listen to this. No, I'm sure he doesn't. Li- Nobody listens to this show, so it's all good. No, <laughs> um, no, I I've gotten to where like he's just done stuff where he's like, hey man, we're interested in bringing you on. I want to come to your show and check you out. Can you put me plus ten people on the list? And then I wipe out our whole guest list, and then he just stopped. Doesn't nobody show up. shows. Yeah, it's that. It's that's the kind of stuff that I'm like, uh, come on, dude. And then now, now oh, it's like man. there's no chance. But like you know, it's it, that's what I've got. I mean, we're talking. This is like ten years ago, or you know, or more, twelve years ago. So it's like whatever. Maybe he's different now, but yeah, that's. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> People change. People change. People change. You, know? you wiped out the entire guest list and nobody said. Nobody awful. showed. And I'm like, who's ten? Did you bring in the whole office of Vic Firth? Like, who no, are you that's bringing? cool. It's just him and ten chicks. That's cool if he's going to execute on that. <laughs> he's going to sell awesome. guest list pass or what, dude? Like, but. I, I did it. I did it like two or three times. And I'm like, you know what, bro? I'm not putting oh, him on man. this time. You know, it was like one was at. I think he, I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. But it, it's fine. Just drink your Corona. Just drink my Corona, yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, um, so that's something that I was wondering about. Like, you know, um, you're, you know you're, you're playing a lot of stuff that everybody wants to use. You know, Vic Firth. That's like the Vic Firth, Zildjian, DW is like the three companies that if every, anybody had a choice, you know, like I use Zildjian symbols. And like, yeah, you know, my choice was Vic Firth before I was dealing with a guy there that we won't talk about <laughs> anymore. <laughs> anymore. Can I put my foot even more in my mouth? Like, I should just stop, stop right now. Anyways, um, so it's like playing these great like venues and playing with these great artists and stuff like that is kind of like, like kind of like history repeating itself from from your dad. Your dad was a, a great drummer, had all these great you know accolades or these great accomplishments in his career. Um, and like, I mean, I've seen all kinds of stuff with your dad playing with Manhattan transfer and playing with playing on late night TV. And, and, you know, and then not only that, he was just a very respected drummer and, um, in his ability. And now you're kind of carrying that torch on. Like, did you did like how there's a gap in us knowing each other. Like we were in high school together. I took lessons after high school a little bit. And then we kind of just, started on our careers you know and and i started touring with you know with whatever i'm doing and you started doing your thing as well and now we're both married you have kids and all this stuff but like yep what like okay what i'm trying like let me start here let me start i'm getting i'm 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 digging a hole and i'm getting too deep but i'm trying to transfer into talking about your dad a little bit but i remember the first time we met i remember the first time we met we were I was in the locker room. You were wearing a Sabian shirt, and I want Zildjian to know that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, you're wearing a Sabian jacket, a Sabian jacket. And I saw yeah. you in the locker room, and I was like, yo, hey, are you a drummer? And then um, you're like, yeah. And I was like, whoa, like another drummer. What? And another we were like instantly drummer. friends. Yeah, we were like instantly friends. And then you're like, so then my dad made me ask you if your dad gives lessons. He's like, you should take lessons from your his dad because you told me my dad's a professional drummer. And I was like, who's your dad? Things haven't changed since like the, the attitude that you hear on this show is the exact same attitude I had in high school. 
I was kind of like, totally. <laughs> <laughs> I even used like, uh, yeah, yeah. Some people change, but some people don't. No, no. and I wasn't like, I, I don't remember. I don't think I had like an attitude towards you. I was really stoked that you were a drummer, and then I was really stoked that your dad was a, a, a you know, like a famous drummer. So I was kind of like, but who's your dad? But I don't, I don't remember if I was like had that with an attitude. I don't know, but probably you're, you're. And then so then I told my dad, yeah, I met this other drummer at school. And then he was like, ask him if his dad gives lessons. So I said, hey, does your dad give lessons? And you're like, yeah, he does. And then you're like, you should come over, though, and we should just, like, hang out. And I was like, okay. And, dude, I remember I was like, all right, well, like, I've been playing drums since I was three years old, so I obviously know how to play. (laughs) (laughs) I came over with a double bass pedal, and we went in the drum room, and I was just like, oh, my God, they have, like, nice drums. They have, like, nice DW drums. They have a drum room. It's not, like, in the garage. Dude, we started playing. Jules like showed me the business of like what oh, a drummer. Gosh. Dude, I'm not. I know. I know. It's it's like, but dude, for real, I was like, I don't think I know. That was like my first shed. You know, like I'm like, I don't know how to play drums at all. Like, I don't. Know, I don't know any rudiments. Everything that I can do with two pedals, this kid is doing with one pedal. He starts playing like Weckle tunes. Like he plays like a Weckle song and like starts playing along to it i'm like it's like in seven or something was his dad there his dad was in the other room like just watching tv or something and his dad got super mad at us he's like that's enough and like i kept like trying to play and jules was like dude shut it down like that's enough when dad says it's enough it's enough (laughs) and i was just like oh my gosh but anyways i was like blown away at like a kid like my age can play like dave weckle or play like have all these skills like I didn't know how to do anything, anything, you know? And so anyways, I started taking lessons with your dad and that helped me a lot, you know, but I'm wondering about you growing up with a professional dad as a drummer. Like, did he, did you have to take lessons from him? Did he show you stuff or did you want to? And then growing up through your career, did you like, are you getting a lot of, you know, like, hey, your dad played DW. Oh, I remember your dad. You know, let's keep it in the family type of thing. You know, and then also you're carrying the torch by playing all these amazing gigs. You know, it's at, probably a little bit uh, of pressure. Own, maybe I would feel pressured. Yeah. So, so that I mean, I hope you understand what I'm saying. Like, well, so okay, so I took maybe four lessons with my dad. Really? <laughs> That's and awesome. I, I, yeah, it's terrible. So, no way. So getting lessons from your dad is not cool because he's like smacking you like, sit up, count out loud. Yeah. Mm. Freaking practice pad. So, well, to be honest, it, you don't have to be his son to go through that because that's all the stuff I would go through every lesson, dude. <laughs> no, so, yeah, so he would do that. I'm like, what? Are you kidding? Just let me figure it out. Yeah. You know, counting out loud and playing and then tapping your left foot. Sometimes, you know, I couldn't do all those things. So, right. so I'd stop and he goes, and smack me. Come on. <laughs> count out loud. And Art, Art was like a military and go, drummer. Are, so. And I'm oh. thinking, when are we going to get to the drum set? This was just practice pad. Right. Thinking, wow, if we get to the drum set, it's going to be it's gonna be terrible. Yeah. Because there's a lot more drums. <laughs> you know, so, it's funny, man. If I'm being honest, I've learned a lot of, like, how to not how not to be as a teacher <laughs> that sounds oh, so yeah. bad but like i just don't teach like that i just don't like like your dad was super strong on me like 
if I slouch over, dude, you remember me as a kid. Like, yeah. I was always yeah. slouched over. He was make me sit up. He was like, he would just put sheet music in front of me and be like, play it. And I'm like, I don't know how to read it. Like, can you show me how to read? And he'd be like, I've heard you play harder stuff than this, you know, play it. And I'm just like, oh my God, dude, I don't know. One time he's like, I'll give you a dollar if you can play this sheet, this chart all the way down. And I'm like, he used to bring that to all his students. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> like they had incentive to come to to, to lessons. They yeah, possibly the buck. <laughs> it's like, well, I would love to know how to do it. Like maybe I can learn how to do it, and then I can get a dollar for reading it all the way through without mistake. You're like, bro, it's not that I don't need a dollar. It's like I can't read it. I can't read it. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah. Show me the fundamentals. <laughs> so basically, my dad showed me how to read. Mm-hmm. Uh quarter notes and eighth notes just basic reading and then i went i was in jazz band and all that stuff and concert band and i sort of knew how to read but never really read yeah and but now all my gigs are reading oh my god all reading <laughs> that's crazy except for the sweaty v's gig i don't yeah. read on that gig. no Dude, me- I'm not going to be on that gig ever. <laughs> I think me and you are the same on that gig. I'm like watching YouTube videos while playing or watching like motocross or something. Yeah, motocross. <laughs> <laughs> like literally while I'm playing, my phone is on my snare and I do not care. I'm just like, whatever, dude. Like I got an, iP- I got an iPad pro now. Uh, I, had a, I had a, I have all these charts and yeah. I had like a huge folder of handwritten charts and, and, uh, Taking that to these corporate gigs was just becoming a nightmare. Yeah. I need to do that more, man. That's... got an iPad, and now I'm reading everything. Organized. Because I, I can't remember anything. All these songs, they sort of sound the same. And yeah. We play a lot of hip-hop tunes, and mm. man, all those breaks and those stops. Yeah. I have no idea when they happen. It's like they come out of nowhere. And sometimes you don't get cued, right? That's the that's yeah. other thing, too. They it's never like... get cued. See... I can, I mean, man, I rely so much on cues right. and I don't rely on charts at all. Like I have one gig that's a chart gig and it's no drum charts. Not that I could read them anyways. Like, but like, I'm not the best reader, but like I can, I mean, actually we had some new charts that I never played on the last gig and it was fine, but I just don't have a lot of confidence in it. Like I do with cues. <laughs> Phil yeah, on the other hand, not- Phil will just like, oh man, I got this new gig. I got to chart out everything and like read it down. Yeah, I don't like depending yeah. on cues because I've been, I've been left, you know, with my pants down too many times. Dude. <laughs> but, but sometimes and then everyone looks at you like you're in, you're yeah, in hole because because yeah. no one cued you on something. But sometimes the band does it their own way and they don't actually stop when there's a stop in the actual right. record, and they're like, no, it's two hits. We do two hits, not yeah. one. And then yeah. you know, if you don't follow cues, then you screw up anyway. Man. Well, I, like, I just like having options. Right, like, right. I don't have to look at the chart. Yeah, but it's nice it's to have there. it if you yeah, can tell good. they're doing it like the, the record. The record, yeah. I love I love reading charts if the whole band is reading the same chart. You know what I mean? <laughs> if it's if it's my chart that I wrote, then I'm like, uh, I'm not confident in this, right? Because what if they don't have the same chart? You know, what if what if we're doing a different arrangement or something? I don't know. So, yeah. Um. So oftentimes what I'll say, "Are you guys doing what?" You guys doing the song, the recording, yeah. the, the actual recording, and they, oh yeah, we're doing exactly how it's recorded. Okay, no problem. Or, yeah. they'll, or they'll say no. You know, in the third course, we go halftime, and then we go double. You know, so that <laughs> yeah. those are always good questions before the song. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so what about like later, later in your career, like maybe past the, um, past the like learning and all that stuff, you're not a kid anymore and you're starting to play out gigs, you know, and your dad was, was still alive. Was there any of your dad's mentor mentorship, if that's a word, like in your career playing? Oh yeah. I think there always was. I would ask him questions about, cause, uh, I never thought I was any good at playing jazz. So he, he would, uh, explain his thoughts on jazz. Cause that was, that was his favorite music to play. That's cool. I don't know if you remember that when he used to do those Temecula art gallery. Games. Oh yeah. Him and Reggie McBride and like, yeah, yeah, dude. It's crazy. Dude was so crazy at great at jazz, man. Nice, crazy. Yeah, that was his favorite. Man, actually, my first gig, my first steady gig in high school was a swing gig. Wow! And he showed me how to stir the soup. Yeah, how to play brushes. He says, in order for you to play this gig, you have to play brushes. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, brushes! I've never played brushes. <laughs> So yeah, I took a I took a brush lesson from him. So I guess I've taken five lessons. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, I thought all and he showed me how to stir the soup, and then two and four in the hi hat. So yeah, this is basically it. Wow. And then from there, I I did that for about two years, and I and I kind of got a little bit better at playing brushes and mm. doing different techniques. I kind of I probably came up with my own way of playing brushes. Yeah. But I then I started enjoying playing brushes. Yeah, that's cool. So yeah, he would show me how to do little little things like that. Man, that's so great. That's like yeah, it was great. Yeah, and not to mention I I, I feel like I always had good music playing in the house growing up. Yeah, and you probably did too. I've definitely felt like that. I always had good music. I didn't always appreciate it, but I you know you know right. But I I always but then felt like later that. on in life I. I, I, I guess we uh, we appreciate it because then it, I think it comes out in your playing, right? Yeah, because you've heard this music before, so you kind of have something to pull from, definitely stylistically or whatever. Yeah. So that's it's cool too, man. You have a you have a very musical family. You have a twin brother that's very talented. We you know he's a, also a good friend of mine. Um, you guys were like, in a band together. Yeah, we were in a band together. That's right. Yeah. Are you guys identical? <clears throat> no. Uh, un- unidentical. unidentical. Okay, yeah. yeah. Same. I'm I'm a twin as well. And I always forget that. Dude, we're totally fraternal. fraternal. Yeah, really? fraternal. Yeah. I always forget yeah, that you Nick, have a twin. Yeah, Nick was classically trained on the piano for ten years. Yeah, and then he picked up the bass. So music for him, I, or bass was for him. I think was easy just because he had so much knowledge already on the piano. He is man. He is like. He was always, always till this day, one of my favorite bass players to play with. Man, just so great. Oh yeah, By so far. musically like talented. And then, and then your younger brother Matt is just like ridiculous. What does he <laughs> yeah. do? Guitar. Oh, guitar. He yeah. can play guitar, drums, yeah. bass. He he does. He probably does more bass gigs. Yeah, I've I've played with him on on bass gigs like more than anything. But um, at sweaty. Yeah, at sweaty V's, Yeah. Nobody likes a sweaty V. Yeah. That gig is, it's funny, man. That gig is like, it, it doesn't suck, but it's like, you just, 
you just phone it in on that gig for some reason. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I'm not going to read no charts on that. Yeah, gig. yeah. Well, it's so funny because it. one time I, I think I called you up. I was like, "Yo, man, where are you playing tonight?" You know, I'm taking a girl on a first date. You're like, "Bro, I'm playing at you yeah. know Eddie V's." He's like, "Don't even come." Yeah, you might. Not <laughs> like, I'm here. like, "Bro, no, that's not what I want to hear." <laughs> yeah, it's, but we showed up anyway. I'm happy to have steady income. Not right now because this stupid crap that's going on, but but um, uh, yeah. it still is. I'm happy to have steady income, and I'm I'm so happy that it's really flexible. Like if something noteworthy comes up, it's so easy to get out of that gig and get a sub. So it's, it's oh fun. yeah, totally. So yeah, Funky Phil has done it. Yeah, a bunch of times. <laughs> um, you guys want to spin the wheel of death? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Hold on a second. Hold on. Don't worry, Jules. No one actually dies on the wheel of death. Okay. So okay, did I answer all your questions? I I know you had it. Yeah, unless, I'm hoping I. I think questions. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Okay, all right, cool. Let's do it. Drum, 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 drum Brigade Podcast. Oh, boy. Don't make fun of our funny drops, all right? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Have you ever heard of Jeff Endike? <laughs> Jeff never, Endike. Jeff Endike? You never heard of him? I don't think so. Oh, man. He's like this New Yorker teacher on YouTube that is amazing. And we have a bunch of his drops, so here's one. Good resist there. All right, I just figured about it. Right, give you guys a little bit of an extension there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's what his drums sound like. Here's what his drums sound like. Hold on, let me see. Oh, that one's not playing. Oh, I have to hold it. Wait, here's a better one. Is that his snare? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's great. That Tom, that Tom sounds awesome. That Tom is just so... <laughs> part of a Muppet kid. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Bro, you have got to go on Jeff Endike's YouTube and just watch some of his, like... <laughs> it sounds like he's slapping with his, like, fingers dude, or something. You should see this guy, Flam too. Breath. Like, yeah. Flam breath. Flam <laughs> breath. Oh, that's that other dude, um, uh, Fred Armisen's character. This guy's 100% real. When I first real. saw that, I thought it was real. Oh, like, man. I, could, I couldn't wrap my head around it. I'm like, is this real? It seems real. <laughs> it's so, so weird. like weird, and it's so like every 90s drum video that we've ever seen ever. It's so yeah. much like that. Um, and, and then I finally figured out, okay, this guy's joking. Oh, man. That's, that's one of my favorites ever. I forget his name, though. Yeah. Slam, rest. <laughs> right, 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 left, right, 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 right. right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> oh, boy. Okay. We're in a burning building. Inside is Sweetwater, Musician's Friend, and Guitar Center. You can only save one. Who are you saving? Sweetwater. Nice. Same. Same. Yeah. I buy I, when I buy stuff. I usually buy through Sweetwater. So yeah. sorry, other people. Sweetwater is the best. They have everything that you need. Um, yeah, and they they'll give it to you, like with the best customer service you can ever find. Man, they're gonna start yeah, paying us soon for this. There. I know. It's not in, not sponsored. Not sponsored, guys. Not Yet. sponsored. Not sponsored. <laughs> All right, here we go. I forgot to mention that this is just a random wheel thing and um we don't really some of them have to do with drums and some of them don't 
So <laughs> I, th- I think you figured that out. I think you figured it out. This <laughs> is just a random question thing. Like, <laughs> I didn't tell him anything. I'm just like, which would you save? Um, oh, okay. And here's the next question. <laughs> You're going to love this one, Sergio. <laughs> Blondes, brunettes, or redheads? All of them. Or bald girls. <laughs> <laughs> they need loving too, baby. That's all I got to say. Oh my I, God. I choose brunettes. Brunettes. All right. Is your wife brunette? Yeah, yeah, of course. So we all go for what our wives In are. case she's listening in. She's probably not listening in. Yeah. She's probably have no clue what I'm doing. <laughs> um, Phil, we know you like blondes. Yeah. and See, there is no like black girl version of this. I guess brunettes. But, dude, you know, Sergio, I love redheads, man. Oh, I love redheads, bro. If I'm not choosing a black girl, redheads all day. Redheads. So what? what is it about redheads? I don't know. It's like seeing like... It's like seeing a leprechaun or something. It's like they're so kind of rare. They're he just had rare. to say leprechaun, as they're if there's like, like blonde or brunette leprechauns. <laughs> they're like they're like, and they have a little bit of attitude, and it's just I don't know, dude. It's just hot. It's like seeing a leprechaun. Fire. It's that. fire. You so you said all everyone, bro. There's mm-hmm. not bias. No, not at all. Even a bald chick, slap a wig on her, dude. She's just as good. She, with the bald chick, you can have a blonde brunette and a redhead. It just True. depends what wig you slap on her. <laughs> oh my God. You can have them all. You can have them all, dude. Yeah, One night. Collect them all <laughs> for an unlimited time. Oh, my gosh, dude. This what about gray? Gray? No. Not into that, Phil. <laughs> One day I might be, but... Right there, you have to be. Monday, gray. gray, dude. That's when I'll be into bald chicks. You Refined, know what I'm saying? You know? <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Um, gosh. All right. Greatest accomplishment in your career. We've asked this one a lot. The greatest accomplishment uh, in your career. I think playing with Steve Perry. Dang, dude, that video 1.6 million views. Well, he's a legend. Now, because man. that was an audition. I had auditioned to get that gig. Wow, really? Just yeah, to do that video? Are you like, are you touring with him now, or like, what's what? No, I'm not. Well, there was going to be one, but I'm, I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't uh, know why. Um, but uh, I, yeah, I heard there's a. He was trying out a lot of drummers. Really? And you got it on that dude. I mean. I could have told him if you just tell people to call me, dude, and I'll just be like, Jules, yeah, hire him. He's the guy you want, dude. Just trust me. <laughs> I have a vo- I have a voicemail message. I wish I could play for you guys. Oh man, for me. Was he singing it? Like, yeah. He, hey, Jules, no. when you come in the studio and the lights go down. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, he was auditioning drummers to because he wanted. I think he was going to tour. Wow, and then they offered me the tour, and then I uh, nothing happened. Oh man! But then we did those videos. Yeah, he's a picky. He's a picky guy. Dude. Really? He's, yeah, his favorite drummer now is Vinny. That's that's everyone's favorite drummer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He does. He definitely his does. Favorite, not and suck. I think Porcaro. Yeah, Porcaro is his favorite. So those are my two favorite drummers. Maybe that. That's why. I don't know. I think that um I think that you play with kind of like a taste of both of those guys. You I hear a lot of your dad in your playing. I mean, which is you. But um For sure. But I I've always thought that you you kind of you sound like like Vinny and Picaro 
if they had a baby. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's a your, good your style is very much that style. It's like very Dude, that's much a, like that. That's a great compliment. Thank yeah, you. totally. Um, it's true though. It's very, it's very true. But, but then it, yeah, it's, yeah, it's cool. So he got the right guy. That's for sure. Dude, I would not be nailing that gig. I'd be like, the snare's too tight, like <laughs> too busy oh. a little bit, maybe <laughs> like all kinds of problems, dude. Um, actually I could, I could play some rock. Like I've had some rock sessions where I've had to be like, <laughs> like a rock dude. But anyways, Sergio yeah, you know is... <laughs> Steve Perry likes, Steve Perry likes rock. And he likes R and B. Okay. So that's, that's cool. the thing. If you got R and B, but you still need to be able to rock. Yeah. No, that's cool. Well, the video sounded and looked great, man. It really, what a great video to be in, you know? And like that was fun. Actually, we did four songs. Wow. Oh, really? I thought it was just that yeah, one. There's, no, there's there's like there's. I think there was one video that didn't get released. There's like little bits of it that that are maybe shown on one of his other videos okay but there's there's two other and i remember i i was reading this gig mm-hmm. but then the the camera guy goes oh yeah can we move your music stands are kind of in the way of my shot oh no and i had, I had my music and i'm like yeah fine do it so i just put the music on the floor oh. and tried to <laughs> oh my so god bad. oh See that's that stresses me out, man. I'm like, I need to just yeah, memorize the song. Yeah, I was kind of stressed. Oh man. So did you guys were so the video that we watched the um the uh, no more crying video? Did you guys record was it that no more live? Crying or was it no, or, no racing? What's that? Was it no more crying or no racing? Uh, I watched no more crying. I saw the no racing one, but I didn't know if that was the same session or whatever, the same type of thing. Yeah, we did. Uh, I think we did it all in one night. So were you? So the cameras were rolling. Were you guys actually playing, or was that like pre-recorded and then you're playing along? Pre-recorded, playing along. Okay. So his yeah, you record, cannot tell. He had, he had Josh Freeze ah. uh, play on no racing, and. Vinny was playing on no, Jeez. no more crime. Mm. That's amazing, dude. Yeah, Vinny, the two of dude. the best drummers in our I industry, mean, literally. Yeah. yeah, them some shoes Josh to fill. Right. <laughs> Sheesh, dude. Yeah, that's crazy. What a what a great accomplishment, though, man. That's really cool. I think yeah, I think that's it. Because uh, playing with <clears throat> a legendary artist like that and kind of someone that you've listened to all your life is. Little surreal, yeah, dude. Your dad would be so proud, man. I could hear him like he would always be like, "Yeah, Jules is on tour now," you know, or whatever. Like, I could just hear him saying that, like, "Yeah, did you see the video that Jules is in with Steve Perry?" You know, it's like, dude, that's oh yeah, all the pride in the world. He would have uh, shared it on Facebook. At least. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. What about or you made guys? an analog call to his friends? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What about what about you guys? What's your biggest accomplishment? Uh, well, I would say mine, it, it's, it's more on the aspect of like, um, helping others. I did this one really cool gig at a, at a convention where I played, uh, I played John Lennon's Imagine in front of the whole crowd. And then immediately after I painted a portrait of John Lennon and basically whatever the painting sold for, I gave a hundred percent of it to this sick baby boy basically on his deathbed and it, wow. And it sold for almost, it almost hit the 40,000 mark. Wow. Yeah. So, wow. so that's kind of like, that's on the side of, you know, 
helping others, right? And music, cool. art, and yeah. So that that's I'm super stoked on that. That's really cool. Yeah. Well, how am I supposed to follow those two? I know. <laughs> Everybody's heard ours all the time, you know. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I just I'm I'm grateful that I can make a living playing music. I'd yeah. say that's cool. Yep, simple. It's, it's simple. great. It's a yeah. great life to have. Yeah, man. I'm. Uh, I think for me, I always talk about like a feature article on Modern Drummer or something like that. But um, I think for me, like doing what we're doing, doing this like podcast, and some of the drummers that have been willing to come on. You know, like I ne- first of all, I never thought I would be comfortable with like interviewing like my friends, like usuals, and like somebody that's like has a lot of accomplishments, like you do, or like some of the names that are just names in our industry. Like, like it's only gonna get better, dude. I know. Well, I hope, but you know, I it, you can't not, you can't even say, say that. We just gotta right. say it will. But like interviewing like Thomas Lang and like Kirky B and I, I don't know, like. Last week we got we had um, Alan Evans from Soul Live on and some of these guys and it's like we follow the same format. Every interview is not we're not like doing anything extra for Thomas Lang if he comes on. It's just we're spinning the wheel of death and asking him if he likes blondes or redheads, dude. Or balls, yeah. or balls. And it's the same. And everybody like it just continues to move forward. And um, I'm really I'm really stoked on that. That's a big accomplishment for me, you know. And and um. Especially coming from two dudes, me and Funky Phil, that we didn't know how to podcast. We didn't know how to do this, you know? And like That's now awesome, looking man. around and having a studio and having drums set up and, you know, it's just, I I kind of have to look around and reflect sometimes and be yeah. like, man, I'm I'm really stoked on this. And you know? the cool thing that, that we all get to say is like we... It's it's different night to night, day by day, right? Like I always kind of think go back to the car salesman kind of deal. Mm. It's like, okay, a car salesman sells a car today. What does he have to do tomorrow? Sell, sell another car. car. Yeah. What does he have to do next week to to eat and put you know food on the table? He's got to sell a car. Yeah. Like to me, that is brutal. Yeah. We don't have to do that. We don't have to do that. <laughs> I hit things with no. sticks. Yeah. Right. You get to be creative. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's funny, Jules. I thought you would have said your kids were your biggest accomplishment, but no. Now we see Steve Perry. Now, <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. That's right. <laughs> He's like, "Yep, sticking by, it. <laughs> sticking by." It, yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's cool. Um, I thought you were talking musically speaking. So. Yeah, I know. That's what it's supposed to be. That's what's. It's, it's a given that like our wives and our girlfriends and our kids are. Oh yeah, that my, goes without saying. That goes right. without saying. My cats are my biggest accomplishment. It's you know. <laughs> Cats and my calves and my calves. You know, I'm, I'm into, you know, you ride bikes. You got some right? nice calves. Yeah, they're skinny, but they're nice. You know. <laughs> hey, hey, Corey, I just thought of something. Do you remember in high school when you brought Dennis Chambers that Blue Matter VHS tape and we watched it in the theater? We did. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah, I don't remember that you're at like, all, dude. You're like Jules, dude. I just got this tape. You have to watch it. And then oh, we took the entire jazz oh my God. Uh, period. Uh-huh. And we just watched the whole thing? Music, go for it. So you put it on in the theater on the big screen. Oh, my God. And we, watched, we watched Dennis Chambers, like all I don't know, 15 jazz kids, 
Dude. You don't remember that? I don't remember that at all, but I could totally see myself doing that now. Do you remember having that tape? I do remember having that tape. My buddy, my buddy let me borrow it. And that's why I was like, you have to see this dude. Like, yeah, it was a big, that was a big tape for me. That and the buddy rich, um, the memorial tapes were like the biggest deal for me, dude. With Vinny and Steve Gadd and all them. Yeah. It's a big, if I ever have Vinny on the show, that's the first thing I'm going to ask him. Like, what was it like playing that Buddy Rich thing and having the most iconic video, you know, of every every drummer's like childhood, you know? That's pretty Oh funny. yeah. There was one other thing I wanted to ask you, but I can't remember what it was. But dude, we had some fun dude, being in high school jazz band, I don't know why. <laughs> like we we did somewhat take it serious as far as our playing, but it was it still it seriously seemed like us, like the drummers like and then everybody else it was like i remember me and you like caring about like reading the charts and playing correctly and playing it right and challenging each other and like we were really big on that um that sting song that's in like seven i think or whatever um we're like big on playing seven days yeah yeah i think i think so yeah um and uh, oh that's yeah but like dude you remember our drum set before we got that 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 maroon DW drum set that your dad helped us get. It was like, it was like oh, yeah. a marching band snare, a marching band bass drum. And it was just on the floor. And then we had quads as the toms. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love these stories, man. That was, it was just like, quads as toms. yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> and then I don't think we had symbols. So like we took the, the marching symbols and then one of us would like hold them. And like hold them up in the air so we could play the song. (laughs) It was just like a total thrown together. It was like horrible, dude. And then and then Jules's dad helped us get a like a the nicest DW drum kit. Well, because he's like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, it was like a (laughs) six drum kit. It was like I I didn't even know what a drum set that nice would even be like. Like it was the school colors. It was like I wonder if they still have it. It'd be cool. No, they got rid of it a long time ago. Really? Kind of fell apart due to misuse. Ah, oh, it sucks. And uh, I think they sold it on eBay for like four hundred bucks. Unbelievable! <laughs> oh yeah, because I went down there and it, for some reason I was there about maybe two or three years after graduating, uh-huh. and I asked the the current band director because it wasn't Mister Bose, and I go, "Hey, do you still have that drum set?" He goes, "Oh, now we got rid of that thing. It was a piece of junk." Oh my god! <laughs> like, oh, man. Dude. <laughs> that sucks. I would have. I would have immediately bought it. I would have yeah. immediate, immediately bought it. Yeah, that's crazy. That was seriously when we got that kit. That was. I was like, my. I just. I can. I remember how it was set up. I remember how it just what it looked like. It was so nice, man. Yeah. Two racks, two floors. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it was dope. It was really. Uh, dope. It was like eighteen by twenty-two kick. Yeah. Damn, he even knows the dimensions. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I, he probably, <laughs> he probably getting, picked it out. Right? Total, total jazz kit. Yeah, yeah. It was like full on not a jazz kit, six piece drum. Yeah. <laughs> we had Pisces symbols and like, it, dude, that was a nice, nice kit, man. For high school, oh, it was yeah. nice. So, well, anyways, Jules, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up with there, right there with you, and um, we'll have to have you on again. We always have our yeah, we always leave you. our show open. But you can also you're close by. We're we're in Oceanside, so if you ever want to come in studio and um, be on with I us, would love to. yeah, that would be awesome, man. 
So um, if people want to follow you, you're Flam Jules on Instagram, right? Flam yeah, Paws. so original. <laughs> That's good. For the longest time, I Flam never really Jules. read it. I, I never really read it, though, and I thought it was Family Jules. And no, so, it was Fam uh, Jules, and then I... For some reason, I thought of Flam Jewels. I go, let me try this. And oh, it works. that's why. It yeah. yeah. Just recently, like in the within the past like, three or four months, I okay. changed it. Um, so if people want to get in touch or maybe take a lesson or anything like that, they can reach out th- to you through that? Or do you do you have a website or anything like that? No, I think the Instagram would probably be the best place. Okay. Go and watch Jules play with Steve Perry on YouTube. Man, No More Crying um, is the song the video and there's a couple others out there too yeah man um yeah jules thanks for coming on man we really appreciate it it was a pleasure Corey. thanks yeah. guys appreciate of course. it nice it meeting so you man fun. yeah we'll talk yeah. soon all righty yeah buddy jules rodriguez jules rodriguez i told you we went way back man that's awesome. Yeah, dude. My favorite story was you guys doing the, the drum kit, makeshift drum kit. That's I love the come-up so stories, bad, and now dude. you guys are doing amazing things. Yeah. That's cool. It was like, yeah, man. He's um, he's always been a guy that he's always been exactly like how he is. He's always been really, like, really, really good at drums, but he's always been just like a down-to-earth guy. You know, he's like a family man. His dad was like that, too. His dad was, you know... I don't want to say proud of his accomplishments, but kind of, you know, right. but he's a family man. He had, he had three kids, three sons, all musical geniuses, like crazy, man. So That's stoked awesome. to have him on, man. Like it's stoked to have a friend that like, I don't feel nervous to interview him on the show, even though I did like, I felel like I did a lot of talking, but. Um, that's just because we, we know each other pretty well. And, right. but it's nice to interview somebody that has like a long list of accomplishments and uh and he's become very successful as a drummer but then i i'm like yeah but we know each other you know it's cool yeah so, remember when yeah exactly yeah that's cool so um really cool to have jules on man i would love to have his brother on too nick either any either of his brothers but i always said i don't know why those three he has a twin brother that plays bass like you can't get tighter than that. And I know where you're coming. From. <laughs> you know? Where are you going with this? Yeah, and like, and then his brother, other brother, plays guitar. Why don't you have a Hanson freaking style situation? No, bro. Then they just have Steve Perry sing for him. Oh my god, the <laughs> tightest band you could possibly have, and they're just like, eh. That's like, crazy, dude. <laughs> I know they have played together, but I don't. I, I I get the feeling that all three of them don't really like playing with each other. It's yeah. like too tight, you know. Well, and some some people don't like to mix a family thing yeah. with the business thing, with the creative thing, with right. the, you know. Well, anyways, it it worked. Um, it worked for Jules, man. All three of his brothers are doing stuff in music. They're full time musicians, and they're they have a really good reputation. And I don't think that reputation comes from oh, that's the son of Art Rodriguez. It's like they are great musicians in their own right. It's crazy. So really stoked to have him on. All right, moving forward. Uh oh. Yeah, short show again today. Funky Phil's got to go. You playing at Disneyland? No. We didn't even talk about how that went. Did it go good? Yeah. Didn't shut it down yet. Now Disneyland is shut the heck down. Yeah, I'd imagine they're they're probably done. Yeah. Uh, all right. Why? What's box. going on? 
<laughs> my soapbox today is about my gig last week on Wednesday. It's a short one. It's not a doozy, people. I'm Eddie just going to let you know. Yeah. Sweaty um, I, I could get on a soapbox on like shutting down these gigs and people overreacting and all this, but we talked about not talking about this thing anymore. So I'm going to go with just a small soapbox where I almost had to shove a guy down the stairs. What? <laughs> and, you know, okay. Why, just did, tell you why didn't you? I should have. <laughs> I should have. There's bigger fish to fry, but anyways, I'm playing my drums. So this is, you got you guys got to think. This is in the midst of all this coronavirus stuff going on. Gigs are shutting down. I'm trying to get word on, hey, like, this is by the minute here, okay? By the way, like, this Eddie V's thing me and Jules were just talking about, like, it's not that. It's We take every gig serious, but this is not that kind of gig. You just, you go in, you play your gig. It's you don't bring very charts. quiet. You don't bring charts. Mm-mm. And that's it. So I'm getting up-to-date texts from somebody about... Hey man, like they're talking about this. They're talking about that. Like just it's pressing stuff. Um, so in between songs, I'm like sending a quick, yes, like on my, my phone and then putting it back down, waiting for the next song. Oh man, I can do that date. Yeah, that's good. Put it back down. Ready to go. We're not playing just ready to go. But if I get a text, I want to see what it says. So I'll swipe up, put my face by the snare so I can, or, you know, whatever. So I can see what the text says. There's some bozo. There's nothing but bozos in stinking Eddie V's, dude. <sighs> Is this La Jolla? La Jolla. Okay. Nothing but morons that go into this place. This guy is first of all. This guy is like he looks like he's like 55 years old, and he's he looks like he's with a girl that's like 14. Ew. Maybe it's his daughter, but they're like too old. <laughs> they're like <laughs> it looks like they're like drinking wine. They're having dinner. They're doing. It looks like they're on a date, dude. So I'm already kind of creeped out like this. Maybe this girl just looks very young, but she looks like she's a very young girl to be with this old fool. This guy is losing his mind, like irritated that I'm on my phone and texting while I'm playing. So we play this song. It's pretty involved. I do like, not like solo, but I'm embellishing a little bit more than usual. And then Lily's like, yeah, give it up for Corey on the drums. And then he's like, wow, that's really good. I've never seen somebody text and play drums at the same time. Ew. And I'm like, hmm. I'm gonna let that slide. So I just play the next song and then I'm texting or whatever. And like, it's not, it's really not over the top. It's like in between songs, I'm waiting for Lily to find a key, get the song that she wants to play. Yes, that sounds great. Phone down, right? He takes it a step further. So he's just, he won't let it go. That's really great how you can play and text at the same time. Never seen that before. Well, you don't get out much then, bro, because all my musician friends text and play even while we're playing on big stages or not, dude. Just relax, all right? People text, and it's kind of a crazy time that we're living in right now where we need up-to-date information. Am I wrong? Like, yeah. and that's how you conduct a lot of your business. Right. Dude, his, I don't... his chick must have not been that hot because if I'm, with, <laughs> if I'm on a date with a hot chick, I don't give a... Yeah. what the drummer's doing exactly <laughs> what does it harm you dude what what harm is it towards you if i'm texting or not okay well anyways long story short dude he he's like all right that was great he puts like three dollars in his in our thing in our tip jar and then he walks by and he's holding his phone and i'm sitting there waiting my arms are crossed not on my phone just sitting there or no i was playing i was playing the next song he's like hey thank you you guys are great he says to james and then he puts his phone in front of my face and he goes, yeah, text this. And then, like, walks out. And I was like, 
Oh, my. Wow. Yeah, text. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's going to put it in my, like, rub my nose in it. That's, that's what he was doing. Uh, uh. And so that was, like, our last song. And I was like, please, let's finish this song. Please, let's finish this song. Dun-dun-dun. Thank you, guys. We'll be right back. I'm already running down the stairs. <laughs> I'm, already, I'm literally running down the stairs. Like, yo, like, I'm looking for the guy. Like, yo, you, did you say something? You want to talk about texting? Like, I didn't know what I was going to do. Thankfully for that guy, he already got his freaking um, valet and was gone. <laughs> but I was walking up and, dude, I went in the restaurant to see if he was at the other bar. I went in the bathroom. I went back out to valet. I went upstairs. I went, like, I'm looking for this guy. Oh, I'm looking man. for him. Very compelling story for Phil. So. <laughs> Phil's heard my soapboxes yeah, a lot. No, He's that's... heard every one of them, and he knows, yeah. It was an involuntary yawn, I swear. <laughs> but you know what, dude? That that just goes to show people like that. He is just like announcing and roaring his insecurity. Right. Like he has right. to like, you know, especially if he's with this young girl, he has to find something to prove somebody wrong or to yeah. make him seem, you know. Well, when he's walking bleep, down, that guy. Yeah, when he's walking down, I'm like, uh, he's like, yeah, text, yeah, and I go, all right, thanks, boss, because I'm like, if you're not writing my checks. I, I don't I don't need to I don't care what you think I don't care I don't care that you think it's wrong I don't work for you if I want to sit here and play with one hand and text the entire time you don't get to tell me not to do that because you'd have nothing to do with me so do me a favor trip on your stupid dumb loafers no offense to your loafers <laughs> <laughs> but mine are red his are probably were like just dumb ta- trip on one of your tassels okay there you go and fall down the stairs <laughs> and hurt yourself don't die just hurt yourself thank god i don't wear my tassels <laughs> <laughs> all right that's it. I, ain't trying to I told you it was a short right one now. i told you it was a short one what so. a b-hole yeah dude yeah text <laughs> like you're you it's bugging you that much you know what i would have done i would i would have actually just this would have been not my natural reaction just to smack it out of his hand and oh. have that be like just friggin' i, see, I need to do this because people invade my space Bro, so much i would have been drums. like Pah! yeah and i'm like seriously now i was like <laughs> get your hand out of my face dude get your stupid disgusting phone out of my face i don't know where you've been corona phone yeah get your yeah. corona phone out of here <laughs> and so it was it was like I it, it caught me off guard because I was like, is he being funny? Is he like trying to be funny? Like, oh yeah, you're the drummer that texts and plays. But it wasn't even like that. I wasn't texting and playing. Like, it's just bugging you that what am I driving? It's the law. I can't what are you, a cop? You're pulling me over for freaking distracted driving? I'm doing my job and I'm playing drums. I'm back on my soapbox again. <laughs> dude, calm yourself down and just get out of my face. Screw you. Yeah, dude. Yeah. 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 All right. There it is again. Yeah, you're trying to hear that right now. <laughs> All right, guys. I think we're going to wrap it there. Let's wrap it there. And you got anything else to say? Man, everybody just stay safe. Don't panic. Don't panic. Mm-hmm. Don't You know, react. everybody is saying it's going to get worse. The fact is nobody knows. That's just my uh That's just my thing, you know. Um just 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 relax a little bit. You know what? And all you musicians, now's the time to hone in on them skills, dog. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Hello, friends. What y'all did? Is that the song I remember? <laughs> um, dude, 
Thank you, Sergio, for coming in, being yeah. a part of the brigade today. Yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, it was fun. Always, always a fun time. Thanks for bringing those baby Coronas. They're delicious. I feel wonderful now. I don't even, Dude. couldn't even touch me if it wanted Right? To. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Funky Phil, for just doing what you do and coming in, even though it's a fearful time to come in here and be close with people and talk on a microphone, you know. But I'm just happy that you guys came here and did this today. Thank you to Jules Rodriguez. <laughs> See, if you do that in public, people will start fighting you. Um, thanks to Jules Rodriguez for coming on. And uh, Julian Rodriguez, Jules Rodriguez. I call him Jules, whatever. Um, thanks for coming on, man, and um, being a part of the Drum Brigade today as well. Taking the time out of your day. Um, thank you to Revolution Drum uh, for sponsoring our podcast. Again, use the code. Oh, what was the 25% code? Support 25. Support 25. If, if we can get this out by tomorrow, you'll still have time, I believe. If not, use the, the code DRUMBRIGADE15 to save yourself 15% um, on their forward-thinking drum products with uncompromised quality and innovation. Yeah. yeah. It's the Drum Brigade Podcast, episode 674. 74, man. And uh, yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Oh, yeah. Thanks for listening to the Drum Brigade podcast. This podcast was recorded in the Beat Locker at Pimp City in Oceanside, California. This podcast was produced by Funky Phil Pardell, and all drops and original music are by Corey Kingston. The Drum Brigade theme song is I Don't Like Your Music by The Busters. For more episodes, please visit drumbrigade.com and hit up our archives to hear some great interviews with Thomas Lang, Daniel Glass, Stan Bicknell, Tosh the Drummer, Kurt Buscara, Mike Dawson, and many, many more. For all other things, or to get in touch, please visit drumbrigade.com. Oh yeah, one more thing. Like and subscribe.